Hello and welcome to Teen Book Talk from the Library of Birmingham. Today's episode is Wonder by RJ Palaccio. This is part one where we'll only be discussing the ebook sample. In part two, we'll discuss the whole book. I'm Michelle. I work in the children's library there, and this is I'm Rosie. I'm a customer assistant from the Library of Birmingham. And also we have uh, Bella, and I'm the daughter of the duty manager of the Library of Birmingham. Thanks, thanks, Bella. Thanks, Bella. Could you um, just give us a quick summary of what the book's about, please? Yeah, so the book just follows uh, the story of a little boy named August or Oge, um, and he has a facial deformity. Um, and it basically just tells a story of him starting middle school for the first time, how he navigates that, how he starts friendships. Um, it kind of focuses on his family as well a little bit, their relationships with him and other people and how his deformity affects those. Um, and it kind of just tells you his story, really. All right, thank you. Uh, so, Jodie, um, what did you think of Oggy? Um, obviously, I believe that he's a really, really strong little boy. I mean, from the start, he sort of states the sort of trials and tribulations he's been through. Um, he's never really experienced uh, middle school life or anything, so he doesn't really have many friends, and he speaks more about his experiences from what he's seen through life. So he's only ever seen his family. But he comes into the whole idea of middle school life with such an open mind. And I mean, it's really inspirational to be able to see from somebody else's perspective, somebody who might not be as accepted in society as say, a normal person would. What, when you read the opening, what made you, what did you think of the opening? This is uh, to, to both of you. Um, what did you think about the opening and what made you want to read on? Um, I think one thing that really struck me about the opening and from Augie's point of view is that he's a really honest character. He doesn't really um, hold back on what he says to the reader. And I think that's quite it's good because it reflects that he's a very young character. Um, and I think for someone starting middle school, because he's been homeschooled for a lot of the time, um, he has been potentially babied. And he refers to that and he talks about how he likes he likes it when he's treated like a baby from his parents. Um, and I think part of being such a young person is that you kind of you have less of a filter. So he's very unfiltered and he's very honest about what he thinks of people. Um, he's very literal in describing what happens around him. And I think that's a really you know good hook because you know that you're able to trust this narrator um, and you're going to get a really you know uh, genuine story and everything that he tells you is going to be very honest and very real. Yeah. Yeah. Would um, you... I also think, uh, in terms of the openings, because there's so many like different perspectives in the book. So you get the perspective of his sister, a friend of his sister, his own friend that he makes at middle school. There's not just one singular opening where you know the main character of the book speaks yeah. his truth, speaks about himself. There's separate openings for loads of different characters who have so many different roles in the book. But it's all pulled together sort of around August. And I think that's something that's really interesting, specifically about this book, that a lot of other books, say, in teenage reading, don't have. Yes, I think that was one of the things I I, I thought when I, I first had a look at it was the way um, the author, she's really good at building up the character. Um, when he Because there's a bit where he talks about um, how he's got used to noticing not noticing people look at him but his sister would, would go up and yell at him so you immediately get an idea of what his sister's like sort yeah. of protective and standing up for him and that which I really liked mm -hmm. yeah I mean talking about the um 
because he says he's not ordinary um, and he knows he isn't because ordinary kids don't get stared at wherever they go. There's a bit in the in the opening where I'm just trying to find it where he's he basically says the only reason he he's, he knows he's not ordinary is because that's the way that other people treat him. So, yeah, I was wondering if we could talk a bit about how Oggy sees himself. I mean, as I said, he's, he has this Treacher Collins syndrome, which um, has affected his face. Um, and he's confident enough to go to school. Um, and yet nowadays, with body image being such a big thing and all we, we, be get, we get more and more worried about the way that people see us and become extremely self-conscious if he's got a spot or something like that what can we learn from him and his acceptance of who he is to help us to go forward yeah I think um for me it sends a really I mean first of all strong message in that he says um the only reason I'm not ordinary is because other people don't see me as ordinary and he says that the only person that feels like he's ordinary as him and he says I know I'm ordinary but other people don't see me like that and I think that's such a huge um like you said reflection of other people because we constantly in society are worrying about what other people think of us and I think a lot of the time we define ourselves based on what other people say about us or what we think other people think about us um so I think that's a very valid thing and especially for someone who's really young and with a facial deformity it's obviously going to be so much more intense than for someone who you know as you said just like has a spot or something like that um but I think it's good because throughout the rest of it he seems to you know come out of that and kind of allow himself to be um well not well he doesn't necessarily not let other people define him but he starts to allow people to see him for not just ordinary but extraordinary and he says that his parents see him like that but throughout he kind of you know explains that other people start to see him like that and he and he and he decides that he's not ordinary and he knows that he's extraordinary um and that but that's not a bad thing that's a good thing and his difference is what makes him special um and I think that's a really good message for you know especially a young audience people a little bit younger than me and Jodie because that's definitely an age where insecurities take a massive weight on you and you know you constantly worry about how people view you um and things like that so I think it's you know a really important part of the book yeah I think it's a really really important message to send because you know you've got sort of a one extreme when it comes to August and he's speaking about you know the fact that he's had 24 plus operations in his time and he's only a really really young boy and it really makes you question the things that you believe that you've been through. Because um, yeah. you consider your life like the most difficult out of everybody else's lives. And when you're reading this, a sort of young person, because when I first read this, I was around 14 and I was suffering with, you know, the sort of teenage acne, that sort of stage, which yeah. I think is that awkward stage that everybody goes through. And it really makes you question yourself because you're so worried about all of these things that you're so stressed about oh my god I've got acne I've got this and that wrong with my body but you're speaking about a kid who is younger than ideally the reader and he's gone through so much more than what say the reader would have especially in my perspective I've never been through anything that he's had to go through in his life but it really makes you question the way that you see yourself because He's, from the start, as Bella said, really open and comfortable with 
sort of what's going on with him, even though, you know, he's not happy about it necessarily. But it makes you question your happiness within yourself and what you, you see from the outside. Mm-hmm. Because if someone can, you know, live like this and live a happy life, then why can't we live a happy life and accept who we are in comparison to the sort of things that August is going through himself, which is a lot more extreme than the things that teenagers, the average teenager has to go through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely puts things into perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So who, what sort of person would you recommend read the book? I believe it will be best for the personal experience as a teenager to read it just as you're going into that sort of those sort of awkward years so mm. like as I said I read it when I was 14 first yeah. I would say like 13 would be the perfect age you're literally just going into sort of young adulthood yeah. and it sets you up with such a great image about the outside image which is such a great reminder that you yourself just because you might be different, just because you might have acne or your body is different to some of your friends. It sets you up with that idea from the beginning of your teenage years that it's okay and that, in fact, you aren't different. You're extraordinary, that just because you're not the same as the rest of your friends doesn't make you any less than the rest of your friends. Yeah. I, think, I think as well a massive audience for this that um, potentially some other books might not reach is for boys that age as well because I think nowadays we're so um we focus a lot in terms of how social media is affecting view uh girls perceptions of themselves and how you know magazines and celebrities and things like that and how that affects girls and their self-esteem um but this book is obviously based on a little boy and it really focuses on his friendships with other boys and I think not a lot of books tend to do that um I think generally boys books that aimed at boys are a little bit more you know stereotypically yeah. um you know more about like superheroes or action whereas this is something that focuses on a little boy who's struggling with something really difficult um, and it focuses on his friendships and I think that's important for boys to know that you know boys are vulnerable too and they can be vulnerable they go through difficult times their friendships are equally as you know uh, tedious they they hit bumps and it's completely okay for boys yeah. to also struggle yeah. with their image and the way that they look and their self-esteem it's you know it's completely okay and I think that's um so I think it'd be very good for more more boys to read this because it's quite it's a very um heartwarming story and it's very sensitive and I think we a lot of the time we alienate boys from feeling like that not on purpose but you know because of you know general stereotypes and things like things like that it's very easy to push boys into a corner of reading about things that are just you know boyish you know like violence or you know things like that um so I think this is a bit bit different and I think it's good that it focuses on a young boy because they could have easily written this about a girl um but I think it's actually quite interesting that they they went down the route of of it being about a a young lad oh it's interesting it's interesting you said that because um the book opens with a quote um fate smiled and destiny laughed as she came to my cradle um it's a quote from a song by Natalie Merchant called Wonder and when I went and had a look at it um, it was actually written about a baby girl and I was thinking the person who used that quote in a book RJ Palaccio she's actually she's changed it to a boy but now you've said that it makes perfect sense and it's that rather than me thinking another book where they've changed it to a boy I now see it as 
oh, that's actually really positive because there aren't enough books aimed at boys with that yeah. theme. Yeah, definitely. It's a, it was a conscious decision, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Is there anything else that particularly struck you out of book that would make that you'd want somebody to say, yeah, read this for this reason? I, I know, apart from ones you've said, what sort of book would you say it is genre wise? I mean, I just think it's such a mix of all of the genres, because mm-hmm. like, as I said about uh, the different perspectives and stuff, with like the question that you originally asked, um, I believe his sister, like, um, is it Liv? Uh, she's got such an interesting plot because she opens the, her perspective by saying um, that August has always been the centre of the parents' tension, and it focuses so much on her life about how August's facial disfigurement has completely changed her life mm. and how she hasn't had the sort of parenting that August has and that she accepts it and she's able to accept it and sort of move on. But she, her plot also focuses a lot on loss as well because she loses her grandmother, who she believes is the only person that has ever really cared for her in the way that her parents care for August. So I think her plot's really important, specifically to the older teenagers, because I think a lot of teenagers know what it feels like to sort of be sort of cast astray or feel like they're not part of something. And that's what Liv feels in her own family. And I think that's such an important message because her plot ends so positively and she sort of starts to find herself and find her friends and that's just so important to say the older teenagers which you know she is herself so I think that's a really interesting plot aside from August's own plot. I think something else that really struck me about this was the fact that it's it's you know in terms of like uh in a literal way the language is such an easy it's such an easy read it's really simple it's very easy to follow which is obviously good for the target audience obviously you know kind of young teenagers it's amazing how even though it's so simply written not in a bad way you know it's it's very you know well written um but it's they cover such uh difficult subjects and they manage to really get a really um powerful message across and it's so so uplifting it's such a but it's so easy to read that it's it's just incredible because it's not it's not a task to read it and it just is something that you you go through all this roller coaster of emotions of feeling upset and angry and then by the end you're completely uplifted and i think that's just really good because it's not it's not it doesn't it's not a task to get there it's really you know it, it's just written perfectly for the for the target audience and it completely achieves everything it needs to achieve it you know it educates um it uplifts it makes you feel every emotion under the sun um but it just uh, overall it's just enjoyable because it's not you know it's not a task and it's not taxing to read oh right yeah. thank you i mean i was going to end up by by saying uh like would you go on and read it? Would you recommend it? But I think both of you have been so enthusiastic about it. Um, do I need to ask? Would you recommend it? Um, yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. It's incredible. I love the book. All right. Thank you. So we've been talking about Wonder by RJ Paleccio. And this is goodbye from Teen Book Talk from the Library of Birmingham. It's goodbye from Michelle and... Jamie. and <laughs> I'm Bella. <laughs> yeah. Okay, bye. Thank you. <laughs>